fun. Hey everybody, this is Dave Cohen from Guitar Tales, and we have a really special guest today. And rather than me use my own words to describe her, I'm going to use a guy named Adam Levine's words. This is the next great female rock singer. I'd like to thank Mariah Formica. How are you today? I'm great, thank you for having me. We are thrilled to have you. Um, and if you will indulge me, I will tell the backstory about how we got you on the show, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, perfect. So, so for those of you who don't uh, know Mariah, she has 3.2 million views of an amazing, amazing cover of Hearts uh, Barracuda. So that was working its way around the internet. It came on my feed. I put it on our Guitar Tales page. And then Scott Guitar Assist Engel says, I'm gonna promote it too. So he did. And then he said, I'm gonna to try to get this woman on the show. And I said, good luck with that. And somehow he found your dad's email, who's your, um, I would imagine he's your um, agent or manager, right? Yeah. Or, or <laughs> just your dad. Um, so I know, he, he made up this gross word. It's called dadager. That's like what he calls himself. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I hate that word. <laughs> Dad and Joe, well, you know, all right, so here's what's even worse. So Scott, our publicist who's in a rock band and he plays guitar and all that, he's a pharmacist by day and he's a guitar mm -hmm. player by night. He's guitar -macist. So your dad is, <laughs> yeah. So your oh dad, my God. Is, he's either in good or bad company. I'm not sure which, but one of the I two. Fusion, though. Yeah, so it's very cool. Um, so we get an email string started and your dad was really gracious and he said, sure, that sounds really good. And our, our long-term goal is to get you into the studio over at River, uh, Riverview Studios where we actually have a really nice camera shoot. We'll get you yeah. in. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we would love that. And, uh, but in the meantime, obviously we're doing our fireside chat and then your dad writes this email asking me if I had ever worked at a specific law firm. And I said, I sure did. And it turns out uh, that your dad um, and I had many cases together against each other uh, in my day job where I am a nursing abuse attorney. Uh, mm -hmm. And I literally, and I'm not just saying this, I consider him the most talented adjuster I've ever dealt with in my 30 year career as an attorney. And he had some nice things to say about me as an attorney. So um, it was very cool. So it's this whole small world thing. Yeah, um, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. I, sorry, that was a hard reference. But, um, <laughs> yeah. no, I love it. Yeah. So, um, I don't even know where to start with you, but maybe what we could do, I know there's a backstory, um, it, it makes him funny or dead. Um, apparently he bought you a really cheap guitar when you were six years old with a built-in speaker, right? Yeah. So it was from Target. Correct. <laughs> that's, that's great. And you basically locked yourself in your bedroom with a Bon Jovi album and an Aerosmith album at age six, and you learned them on your own? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, you know, when I, now my dad always raised me around, you know, 80s music and, and classic. And, um, and he always had like either, you know, like the music choice on demand things. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. He would yep. always have like the 80s hair metal, or he would have, um, he would have 80s pop-up videos on, or he would have, you know, Metal Mania, or a Bat Metal show. Like, it would just always be on. And I just remember being so fascinated with the guitar players. I was just like, you know, I would see Richie Sambor, I would see Joe Perry, 
and, and I was just like, wow, I want to be like those guys. That is so cool. And I love, and obviously I loved music since I was, you know, born, basically. That's amazing. Um, I'm going to interrupt you for one second. Yeah. I'm going to grab the pooch who's interrupting our show, if you could hear him. Give me one sec. Just stay right there. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, thank you. I'm coming back. This is the first for Guitar Tales. This guy was interfering with our show. Oh! Yeah, this is Bo. That's Bo right there. Oh He's my been gosh. Screwing up puppy. our show. Yeah, he is a puppy. I've had him for two oh days. My there he is. There's Bo. My son Max said that he will make our show oh more popular. She's not wrong. He is so no, cute. There you go. There's both. Don't There's puppies both. make everything more popular? <laughs> they do. So, so let me ask you this. So you're six years old. I mean, like, you know, my kids, not to make fun of them, you know, they're, they're just misbehaving. <laughs> you know, we're trying to get them to eat, trying to get them to sleep through the night. You're sitting right. in your room without, a, and this is without someone teaching you, right? Yeah. And, and you're learning these albums. That's like a Mozart kind of thing. You ever, have you ever thought about that, that you had the innate ability to do that? Um, I mean, I thought, I've, I've thought about it, I guess, but I, it's just weird because it's like whenever you're in your own body, like, you just think, oh, I'm just, this I'm is just what I do. I'm just, yeah, like, you, so you think, and so it's like I went a long time without, knowing that it was really abnormal like right. i didn't you know i didn't really understand until you know i started telling people that and some people are just like no there's there's no way and i'm just like no you don't understand i'm not a liar i'm not you know what i mean <laughs> right um, it's and, crazy though and, and yeah and is it I, for you so like right now as far as i could tell we're both breathing right i'm breathing you're probably breathing is it like that, that, you know, something that you don't really think much about, but you do it? You yeah. picked up a guitar. No, it's, it's exactly like that. Um, it was just, you know, I picked it up uh, because I I just love Joe Perry, first of all. Joe Perry yeah. is my number one guitar. He's wonderful, yeah. He, he's my favorite guitar player, and he is my number one inspiration when it comes to guitar. Yeah, he, um, I, saw, I saw the Joe Perry project. Six Flags Great oh, really? in Jacksonville. Oh, back in the day. They were horrible, by the way. Horrible. And I love Joe Perry, but they were horrible. <laughs> no, you know what, though? Yeah. I, I actually have one of their albums, and yeah. I, I agree with you. I think it's... <laughs> there was, was just no focus. I was listening to some of the songs, and I was just like... like not that they're terrible songs, but it was just like... You can't go from, you know, most of the whole entire reason people buy that is because Aerosmith. They love Aerosmith. They're like, oh, well, I'm going to listen to this guy. And you buy it and you just go from listening to Aerosmith albums and then you're just like, all right, you know, cool. Yeah. It, just, <laughs> it, it wasn't, it didn't take, I think he needs to be with Steve and Steve needs to be with him. Like, what was that? He needs to be with Steve and Steve needs to be with him, basically. Yeah, no, exactly. The Toxic Twins. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I just kind of, it was something that I just did. I, I still don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know uh, why, but I was always, 
drawn to music even when I was a little baby like my mom you know those little swings that the babies can rock back and forth in to go to sleep and whatnot um and my mom would put me in that swing and I would not go to bed um until my mom would put these little headphones on my head with flute by the sea or guitar by the sea really that's the only thing that that I could go to sleep to when I was a baby (laughs) But it, it, the interesting thing to me is that you started out, I, th- I don't think, look, no one knows what the hell a six-year-old is doing, um, but you're starting out as a guitar player, and at that point, no one has yet figured out that you've got pipes, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't for, you know, a little while. Like, I didn't, I didn't really start singing until I was 10. And, and uh, that, that, first of all, that is the most hysterical sentence ever. When you think about how compressed this amazing career is, the sentence is, yeah, I didn't even start singing till I was 10. Like how many people have started a music career multiple years before they're 10? I think, just think about that, it's amazing. And you were gigging yeah. by your nine, right? Yeah, and uh, you know, like I said, I never could grasp because oh, I remember, like, people were, the, I didn't even know that I could sing until my cousin had a graduation party here at my house, and uh, I was just so, so shy and so timid. I didn't say anything to anyone. I, you know, I always carried myself low, my posture, you know, my shoulders were always right. down, and I'm still, I'm still kind of like that, but, you know, my, my career has kind of you know, your confidence. Of, well, well, it's boosted my confidence, but it's also given me, you know, you have to know how to talk to people, <laughs> you know. I saw on one of, you know, we were researching you and there was a video of you playing in front of a crowd and there was an issue. I don't remember if it was a, a guitar issue or an amp issue, but you couldn't get the sound out and you had to sort of talk to the crowd a little bit while you, when you, one of the uh, roadies came over and connected you. And there was a level of confidence and maturity that that was much older than your years. You know, you, you at least on the stage, you, you exuded some confidence, I noticed. You know, well, where some like, people might have fallen apart. Right. And I guess, it's like, something that I've learned, I guess, is, like, you cannot go on stage and expect everything to be perfect because if you do that's what's going to make you have a meltdown for me at least that's what's going to make me have a meltdown if i'm like okay we've rehearsed for this for months everything's going to be absolutely perfect because nothing ever is perfect no and rock isn't perfect either right rock rock isn't perfect you know and you're you know there's going to be mistakes there's going to be batteries that die in the middle of your show and your guitars there's going to be you know, and so, but you, all you do is just learn from them, you know, Le- right. you, you learn, what can I take from this show? Well, change your battery before every single show in your guitars or, you know, charge your wireless before you go on stage. Don't, don't be, change strings if you, if they're old so that they don't break on stage. Cause I've had that happen too. Um, so yeah, I think I, I just, I don't know what video it was that you were watching or from what show that was, but I assume it was a little bit more recent, but probably, but yeah, it was, but, it, but it's, it's just at, at that point, I'm just kind of like, 
you know, if something goes wrong on stage, there's, I can't really do much about it. I have a show to perform and I have all these people that are, you know, and I think the biggest thing was learning that it's not like people are going to leave or be pissed at you because there were technical difficulties. I think that right. one of my yeah. biggest problems were, was, oh, shoot, people are going to think, they're going to think I'm so stupid and they're going to laugh at me and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, right. all you got to do is talk to the crowd, you know, admit the problem, say, hey, you know, this just happened. And then just tell jokes or, or do whatever, you know, like, that's all you can do. And that's kind of what you did. And I think that the reason you might not remember is it was so minor that I doubt it even registered in your mind. It was, it was mm -hmm. maybe a 10 second issue where someone came up and fiddled with a, with a cord or something like that. Right. Um, but, um, uh, it, it's funny, your, your, your career is so amazing. I'm going to fast forward us, uh, 10 years now. Uh, so when you're four years into your career at age 10, which just cracks me up. Um, so now <laughs> you're, you know, now you're 17 and you end up on the voice. Um, and, and I, I told, uh, you and I, I told Scott, um, I just, well, I hadn't seen that one yet. I watched it just about a half hour ago. And I got goosebumps. I mean, here you are. You were what? Sixteen when you? You're welcome. You were sixteen at that time, I think. I was. Yeah, I was sixteen. And which I forgot which heart song you did. Was it Crazy on You? Crazy no. on You. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just watching, and everyone turned their chair on, and then they all fought for you, right? Yeah. Who yeah, did you? Exactly. Who did you end up picking? I didn't. I don't think the clip told us. Um, I ended up picking Miley. Um. And it was because like before, now everybody who watches that show, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, before I went on the show, I never watched it just because I. You're a rock and roll person. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. a rock and roll person. I mean, I love other types of music, but that's not about music really. It's about a television show. That's what it's about. Right. Um, you know, cause that's what it is. And so, you know, I, but anybody who is familiar with the show or anything, so one could make the assumption that if anybody's going to be rock on there, it's Adam Levine, you know, he's the right. closest to rock that there is on that show. Right. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to pick Adam. And I had it, and I had it in my mind, you know, months and weeks before I even, you know, went. Um, and um, when I got on the stage and they started talking, I just, you know, first of all, they don't actually show how long they talk for. I mean, I'm telling you, when they when they were sitting there arguing for like 20 minutes, probably. Oh, really? The clip makes yeah. it look like it's 35 seconds. Yeah, no, literally like like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm telling you, Miley, Blake kept on saying, he's like, well, do you ever shut up to Miley? Because she just <laughs> wouldn't. First of all, she was the first person to turn for me. She was, yep. You know, she knew that she wanted to work with me before I had to hit this big giant note, you know? So yes. I really respected that, but I do understand the other judges turning when they did. Um, right. Or the other coaches turning when they did. Um, and also, you know, she, she made the point that, hey, you know, I got my start in this industry when I was younger than you, and I could really help you navigate through this industry as a young woman. You know, you're only 16 and stuff like that. So that was kind of what really, I, I just had more of a connection with Miley, I felt like. It's funny because either, you know, I was getting ready for tonight, so I don't remember if the clip didn't tell us or if I didn't watch long enough, but as I left right. it, I didn't know. And I thought it would be, it would sort of I'm come sorry. down. No worries. Look, I, I left to get a dog. It's all good. Um, 
But um, I thought it would be between those two. It made the most sense. Right. You would either go with someone you might have the most connection with, or you would mm -hmm. go with someone who's a little more rock. And he's probably 60% rock, if that. Right. I mean, he has the rock ability, but in terms of the way, you know, he's handled his career, he's more about pop, you know, than rock. Right, right. Just, yeah. Very talented, but he's not, he's not a rocker by uh, choice, mm -hmm. I suppose. Right, um, right. So, so that's a, I would, I would consider that to be a huge break, right? Mm -hmm. um, how was it working? Oh, yeah, and then, so you would go behind the scenes and you would work with Miley. What was that like? Um, it was, it was, it was good. You know, I, she's very cool. Uh, she's very, very sweet. She's very funny. Um, she really does care about her team and that we're comfortable. Like right. I remember uh, we have to go to wardrobe uh a couple times a week to pick out our um everybody's assigned assigned a stylist um and because in the beginning you got to put a pinterest board together with your style and stuff so they go out and shop for you specifically wow. um but they kind of put the outfits together and ask if this is a, you know oh you like this i really think that this would be good and and they take three pictures of three looks and the producers pick which one you wear. Um, so you don't really get much of a huge thing, but- It's already taking but, you away from your rock and roll sensibilities. That little fact is already pulling Mariah away from her rock and rollness, right? Right. At least a but little bit. But you know bit. what, but here was what I really respected about Miley, is yeah. I saw her, um, I think it was for the battles and we were rehearsing and I saw her that day and she was like, hey, you know, I, because I noticed the glam team that day, they didn't really, they just let me pick out whatever I wanted. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, this is new. So I got to wear some of my own clothes. And she was like, yeah, I, I told the glam team not to really touch you that much today because I just love, you know, how original you are and true to yourself that you are. So I wanted you to kind of be comfortable in your own skin. That's and so I really, really, I really, really respected that. It, it kind of showed me like, hey, she does care about her team and how we feel. So it was it was cool to work with her. That's wonderful. And yeah. I now I would guess, and this is where I'm definitely inviting you to correct me if I'm wrong, but it's almost like the next really big thing that happened to you were these videos going viral. Is that the next really big thing or is there a step I'm missing in between? Because that was twenty seventeen that you were on the on the voice, right? Uh yeah. Um so I would say the next really big thing, for me at least, for me personally, as a rocker, was playing um, sh uh, two shows with Joan Jett and Hailstorm. That's gigantic. Uh, That's one I missed. Yeah, so I, uh, that, that was a life-changing experience for me. It was, <laughs> it was amazing, you know, the, the, it, was, it was just an amazing lineup and uh, Lizzie from Hailstorm made a, made a really cool post a few, weeks before and was like you know we're going to be taking the stage with not only the future not only the, the, past, the past of rock and roll right. and the present of rock and roll but now we're with the future of rock and roll um and tagged me in the picture and because lineup was really cool it was me and then hailstorm and then joan jett and, yeah, I, uh, I, and the I, I, night before was was me, Dorothy, and then Joan Jett. 
That, that's gigantic. I mean, Joan Jett, uh, big, 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 big deal. I have a buddy of mine back in the day, uh, saw her, I think it's CBGB's, very late mm -hmm. 70s, waited for her outside of the bar, met her, and said, can you sign my arm? So she signed his arm. Mm -hmm. He then went right to a tattoo parlor and had it tattooed <laughs> into his arm. Oh my gosh, that is so awesome. So to this day, he's got this, Eric Danville, I'll throw his name out there. Um, that is so great. Yeah, and uh, Dandy he goes by. But uh, yeah, he, so he has a gigantic, and I'm showing for the camera, he's got probably a five-inch tattoo of Joan Jetson <laughs> right on his uh, forearm when no oh one got God. tattoos. You know, that was before. Yeah, right, right. Oh, that is so amazing. Yeah, so that, that's huge. So you're playing with one of your, uh, one of your heroes. I, I would imagine in the world of heroes, um, Annie Wilson probably. I, I really, really love Ann Wilson's voice. I, she's amazing and I really, really respect her. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that they are one of my heroes, but they definitely have paved the way for some of my right. heroes. Right. Who yeah. are your, who are your uh, female guitar singing heroes? My, uh, well, Lizzie Hale. Yeah. Um, who else? I wouldn't say that these two are my heroes, like Lizzie Hale is my hero, but I really, really love uh, Orianthi and Nita Strauss. I think that they're both so ridiculous. And aside from their guitar playing, it's just their vibe. Like they're just, they're just cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, they have a rock and roll vibe. Right, it's a rock and roll vibe, but it's also like a, well, I guess a rock and roll vibe, yeah. Because the rock and roll vibe is very much, you know, I'm myself, I don't care, I have my own style, you know. Right. Uh, and yeah. so, yeah. And, and it's funny because, you know, the, you, you stand in a place that is not populated by that many women to sort of have mm -hmm. a real rock and roll sensibility on electric guitar as a guitar yeah. player. You know, there's a lot of really wonderful sort of rock-edged women singers who've got that sort of you know, the, the nice, rough, gravelly voice, which you have too, but but to be a guitar slinger at the same time puts you in a pretty rarefied air. So it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just very thankful and, and grateful um, that I was given that. You know, it's funny, um, I, when I watched again the, the clip from The Voice and uh, Blake Shelton, I think it was him, he, he said something funny. So when God's sitting there putting out the uh, talent dust, he, he screwed his people oh, yeah. over and he put too much into your bin. Yeah. Uh, said, You're not fair to the other guests. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so so you played with Joan Jett. You got to meet her. I did see that picture of you and her. I think it's on your page. Yeah. Um, what is that, like maybe 2018, something like that? Yeah, yeah. I think, it, yeah, no, it was 2018. Sure. Definitely. Definitely the year after. And then you, the video that, that caught our attention, mine and Scott's, um, Guitar Assist, um, well, that you, you played that, it was, it was almost like a Zoom one because you had a drummer in a different location, right? Yeah. How, when was that taped? Um, hmm. and is that I mean, brand new? Only, yeah, only, you know, maybe two months, a month ago, maybe. I, it, it wasn't, you know, it was recorded maybe 
Yeah, only like a month ago. So it was during the quarantine, right? Yeah. Okay, because that makes sense. So in the last month, 3.2 million views. Yeah. That, that's beyond gigantic. Uh, and certainly that's what connected us together. Um, really an amazing performance. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. And, and again, both from a guitar and a vocal point of view, um, you, you performed it great, but in rock and roll style, you still made it your own. You know, you weren't just trying to emulate, at least as far as I could tell, what they do. You were making it Mariah's, right? Right, yeah. And you know, I that's what I try to do, because I think that everybody looks at a song and no matter how much they love it, they want, they, they maybe hear something differently, or they maybe would change the guitar tone a little bit, or right. maybe they would, you know, sing a little bit more gravelly or rough on one part than the original, right. you know what I mean? So there are a few, you know, different differences, uh, you know, but I, that's the thing. It's because, look, I understand that in a lot of people's opinions, on that song, I sound very, very similar to Ann Wilson. Right. Um, which I don't take as a, as a bad thing, <laughs> you know, huh. like I, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I think some people, you know, were like, I, there were a couple, cause there's always going to be a few people oh, you're about that- to tell us about something negative, right? Yeah. Like some haters out know, there. There are a couple people that, you know, think that, oh, oh, you know, the thing is, is these girls are good and, but you're not gonna get anywhere by copying people and you gotta write your own songs. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, first of all, it's just embarrassing how ignorant you look because you could have taken two minutes to Google who I was and see that I have several originals. Yeah. Um, second, you know, I don't, I'm not, I really don't try to sound like, and it, it's just that. It's the same song. In other words, right. that's the longest. So I, I don't, yeah. you know, I guess my, you know, I guess my take on that is like, you know, people always talk about, hey, you know, try to make a cover your own. And I'm just like, well, here's the thing. It is my own, but. I'm not doing this cover because I want to sound just like me. I'm doing it because I love the song and I want to do it justice. And I want to, why wouldn't you want to be as close as possible to a song? You want to do right. it justice? You, well, know? you know? I, yeah. And I agree. And you know, the funny thing is you gave us a great segue because um, we, we have a reptile near you. I'd like you to grab the reptile you just put down. She's like, what do you mean reptile? The guitar with the uh, alligator skin, the reptile skin. Oh, because oh, I was going to say, because I, I do have several reptiles, so I was like, oh, you want me to bring out one of my snakes? And I was like, <laughs> so <laughs> I thought that's what you meant. So as you're getting the guitar, you know, you and I chatted a little bit before we um, started taping, and yeah. I said, what do you want to play? You want to play an original or you want to do the hunting? And you said, no, I'd like to play one of my originals. And I thought, yeah. so before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about your reptile there. You can show yeah. it for the camera. You're an ESP endorser. Yes. It's got, it's got very cool reptilian skin on it right there, which is really yes. neat. That's a gorgeous guitar, cool looking Thank pickups you. on it. I like the black covers, the charcoal yeah. covers on there. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Let's see the headstock on it. 
Very nice. That's a good looking mm -hmm. turn. You have and you have a limited coming your way relatively soon, right? They're making one special just for you. Yeah, I'm gonna. Th that's the next uh, thing I'm gonna get because you know, right now I have two LTDs, which is, you know, they're both by ESP, but I want one of the real, you know, the real ESP, just perfectly crafted, you know. And I want a guitar that's catered to me specifically. You know, I want to be able to order guitar for me. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have a custom ESP. It's gonna be my next guitar that I'm gonna get. That's great. And, yeah. Um, so let, let's hear a little bit. You have an original. You, now, do you want to? You want to just show us the chords? Do you want to sing with it? We'll do anything you want. Um. Understanding before you answer that we talked before Zoom. The audio quality of Zoom stinks. Nothing against Zoom, but it's right. It, so not much will, it won't come through the way it will when you eventually do it in the studio, but we thought we'd give, let people get a little taste of what you can do. Right. I, maybe I'll play, would you mind if I played along with the track a little bit? The, sure. Really, really low. I'll have the track very, very low so that people can actually hear what I'm doing. Sure. Uh, so this song is called, this song is called Better Off Alone, and this is one of my latest singles. Um, and I just thought it would be fun to play just because I, it's a little bit more adventurous than like guitar wise than some of my songs. Um, there's just a meaning there's just a little bit more movement. Uh, so yeah, I just figured this would be a cool song to play. All right, whenever you're ready, I'm going to kill my mic to get all of our bandwidth in your direction. So I'll, I'll stop talking yeah. right now.
So I'm going to jump in right now. The Zoom Zoom cannot hear you. Dang <laughs> it! So so I figured I'd jump in. It's not it's not your fault. It's Zoom's fault. So we okay. we were able to see your great playing, but Zoom was kind of compressing it so right. much, so it didn't come through great. But but I was right. able to see enough. There's such confidence in the way you're attacking your guitar, which I think is super cool. You know, it, it's, it's anything but dainty, you know, which yeah. I think is really neat. I, I apologize for cutting you off in the middle, but, you know, just. Oh, that's okay. Why, right. No, I actually appreciate it. If the sound wasn't coming through, I don't want to keep playing. I know. And I, I was sort of debating it, but it, you actually uh, foreshadowed that when you said at some gigs, rock and roll doesn't always play out the way you want it, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So um, that's the bad news is that Zoom could not handle you. Um, but the good news is that uh, we'll get you as soon as COVID is lifted and all the precautions and hopefully we all stay safe. Uh, we really want to get you into studio where we'll uh, get super great sound. I mean, when we uh, do a show there, it's like it's a professionally produced video. So you'll actually yeah. have a great um, place to put out some of your music. Um, right. Let me ask you this. If people want to find your music and find your videos, what's the best way to do that? So the best way to find my music would be to go on any streaming platform, uh, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, um, all that stuff. And then uh, videos, YouTube as well. Uh, my right. channel is just Mariah Formica. And um, yeah, my, all my social media handles are all the same. It's just my name, Mariah Formica, with an O. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Not Mariah, Mariah. Right. And I pronounced yeah. your last name wrong. I thought I was about to yell at your dad because I thought you know, your dad and your mom that Mariah for Micah. <laughs> that was, but Mariah for Mika sounds perfect. So well, I almost uh, don't even blame people because there is a you know for Micah they think that the countertop you know. Right, 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 <laughs> right. right. That's right. Um, mm -hmm. So what's what as we start to wrap up right now? What's going on next in your career? You know, obviously you don't have any gigs live lined up in front of right. people, but what are you doing right now? Are you writing? Are you doing um, remote performances? Yeah, so I've been working a lot actually during this quarantine. Um, I've been writing a lot. I've been, uh, you know, some is just me writing by myself, some co-writes. Um, I've also been doing a lot of live streaming and you know like virtual concerts for people and i also started doing this thing where i was I, I felt bad that i couldn't do all the requests that people were saying on you know the live stream so i decided hey you know what you know because we still all got to make money during this time you know right. so uh you know it's been really hard so i was like okay not only would it be a cool way to just have some extra you know whatever for food and and you know gas and whatever but also i like i i really do like to make people happy and to please people so i was like all right so this is this is cool so i was like just give me just give me 25 bucks and i will send you whatever cover you want whenever you want and a personal message for you <laughs> oh that's really cool that's a great yeah. idea you know i, yeah, I so feel I like that. so if we look at your career you know, I'm, I'm focused on the one thing that brought this show together, which is something you recorded during the COVID quarantine that got you 3.2 million views. Absolutely right. amazing. 
Um, I, I'm t everyone I talk to, they're, they're telling me that it is an opportunity to hone in on their craft um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, become better musicians. Oh, you know? for sure. Yeah. And, oh, and that's I, I totally agree with that. So, so there's, look, we don't want this to happen. It stinks that it's happening. Right. It's being armed and killed. I mean, half my practice mm -hmm. is, is being affected by this because all my clients are dying. It's horrible. But right. For those, it's devastating. But for those, it is. And, but for those of us who are fortunate enough to have our health and our, the only problem in our lives is that we're staying put, which is not a big problem right. to have, you know, right. you make the best of it. So for you, you had, you know, a, not a career-defining event, but something that really boosted your career during this. You right. Know, oh, yeah. No, definitely huge. No doubt about it. Yeah, um, you guys, you filled the sound space with just, you know, just the two of you. It was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Very cool. So I want to thank you for joining us. This was really a lot of fun. Um, I feel like yeah, we first put the show me. together. Oh, thank you for doing yeah, it with I us. The most relaxed like interview slash thing it's like it's the most relaxed thing i've ever done so thank okay, you for that that makes me happy and believe it or not we've been on probably 40 minutes it feels like five if that yeah that's insane <laughs> you weren't yeah. kidding yeah it, yeah i told you that before the show I, uh, mm -hmm. you know that my favorite is i had a buddy of mine as a producer in hollywood he said i'm not doing more than 15 minutes and we said we're up to 75 minutes and we neither one of us <laughs> realized it you know because you just you chat it's just two people chatting yeah. So uh, thank you again. This is uh, Dave Cohen on Guitar Tells. We want to thank all of you folks for watching the show. We want you all to really work hard to be safe. We will all get through this together, and let's all appreciate each other. Have a great night.